Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Today, I want to do something a little different. I came across a couple of poems, and I think they are really pretty neat, and I thought you would enjoy them. They're both by Alan Beck, and they are entitled, One is What is a Boy? And the other one is What is a Girl? So as I read this, Just think about your little boy or your little girl and see how close he came to nailing this on the head. Just if you're not driving, just sit back and relax and think about all the good times you have with your children. And yes, you can even think of some the times when they may be driving you just a little bit crazy. But even with that, I really believe this poem will put a smile on your face. Let's start with the poem, What is a Boy? Between the innocence of babyhood and the dignity of manhood, we find a delightful creature called a boy. Boys come in assorted sizes, weights, and colors. But all boys have the same creed, to enjoy every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day, and to protest with noise, their only weapon. When their last minute is finished, and the adult males pack them off to bed at night, boys are found everywhere, on top of, underneath, inside of, climbing on, swinging from, running around, or jumping to. Mothers love them. Little girls hate them. Older sisters and brothers tolerate them. Adults ignore them, and heaven protects them. A boy is truth with dirt on its face, beauty with a cut on its finger. Wisdom with bubblegum in its hair, and the hope of the future with a frog in its pocket. When you are a boy, a boy is an inconsiderate, bothersome, intruding jangle of noise. When you want him to make a good impression, his brain turns to jelly, or else he becomes a savage, sadistic, jungle creature bent on destroying the world and himself with it. A boy is a composite. He has the appetite of a horse, the digestion of a sword swallower, the energy of a pocket-sized atomic bomb, the curiosity of a cat, the lungs of a dictator, the imagination of Paul Bunyan, the shyness of a violet the audacity of a steel trap, 
the enthusiasm of a firecracker. And when he makes something, he has five thumbs on each hand. He likes ice cream, knives, saws, Christmas, comic books, the boy across the street, woods, water in its natural habitat, large animals, dad, trains, Saturday mornings, and fire engines. He is not much for Sunday school, company, schools, books without pictures, music lessons, neckties, barbers, girls, overcoats, adults, or bedtime. Nobody else is so early to rise or so late to supper. Nobody else gets so much fun out of trees, dogs, and breezes. Nobody else can cram into one pocket a rusty knife, a half-eaten apple, and three feet of string, an empty bull durham sack, two gumdrops, six cents, a slingshot, a chunk of unknown substance, and a genuine supersonic code ring with a secret compartment. A boy is a magical creature. You can lock him out of your workshop, but you can't lock him out of your heart. You can get him out of your study, but you can't get him out of your mind. Might as well give up. He is your captor, your jailer, your boss, and your master. A freckled face, pint-sized, cat-chasing bundle of noise. But when you come home at night with only the shattered pieces of your hopes and dreams, he can mend them like new with two magic words. Hi, Dad. And of course, hi, Mom. That poem is What is a Boy by Alan Beck. I hope as you were listening to that, you were thinking about your little boy. And your your child may be older now and not doing some of those things. And he may not have done a lot of those, but he would have your heart, just as this poem said. No matter what he does or what he did, he is your boy. He is your child. And he has captured your heart. And God gave him to you. Now, let's read the next poem by Alan Beck. And this one is, What is a Girl? Little girls are the nicest things that happen to people. They are born with a little bit of angel shine about them. And though it wears thin sometimes, there is always enough left to lasso your heart. Even when they are sitting in the mud, or crying temperamental tears, or parading up the street in mother's best clothes. A little girl can be sweeter and badder, oftener than anyone else in the world. She can jitter around and stomp and 
make funny noises that frazzle your nerves. Yet, just when you open your mouth, she stands there, demure, with that special look in her eyes. A girl is innocence playing in the mud, beauty standing on its head, and motherhood dragging a doll by the foot. Girls are available in five colors, black, white, red, yellow, or brown. Yet Mother Nature always manages to select your favorite color when you place your order. They disprove the law of supply and demand. There are millions of little girls, but each is as precious as rubies. God borrows from many creatures to make a little girl. He uses the song of a bird, the squeal of a pig, the stubbornness of a mule, the antics of a monkey, the spryness of a grasshopper, the curiosity of a cat, the speed of a gazelle, the slyness of a fox, the softness of a kitten, and to top it all off, he adds the mysterious mind of a woman. A little girl likes new shoes, party dresses, small animals, first grade, noisemakers, the girl next door, dolls, make-believe, dancing lessons, ice cream, kitchens, coloring books, makeup, cans of water, going visiting, tea parties, and one boy. She doesn't care so much for visitors, boys in general, large dogs, hand-me-downs, straight chairs, vegetables, snowsuits, or staying in the front yard. She is loudest when you are thinking, the prettiest when she has provoked you, the busiest at bedtime, the quietest when you want to show her off, and the most flirtatious when she absolutely must not get the best of you again. Who else can cause you more grief, joy, irritation, satisfaction, embarrassment, genuine delight than this combination of Eve, Salome, and Florence Nightingale? She can muss up your home, your hair, your dignity, spend your money, your time, and your patience, and just when your temper is ready to crack, her sunshine peeks through, and you've lost again. Yes, she is a nerve-wracking nuisance, just a noisy bundle of mischief. But when your dreams tumble down and the world is a mess, when it seems you are pretty much of a fool after all, she can make you a king when she climbs on your knee and whispers, I love you best of all. Again, that's a poem by Alan Beck, What is a Girl? And of course, mothers, she also climbs in your lap and whispers, I love you best of all. Now, once again, as I was reading 
What is a girl? I hope you were thinking about your daughter. I hope you were thinking about all the times that she has done things that has almost irritated you to the end. But then just as quick as a snap, she turns around and does something that puts a smile on your face and a laugh in your heart. I wanted to read these two poems to you, mothers and and fathers, any parent out there that's listening, because in today's age, it is so important for you to enjoy and appreciate your child for who she or he is and to help them to appreciate who they are. There are so many things that I read in these two poems that probably did touch your heart because it reminds you so much of your child. But there are also some things that your child will do that no one else will ever be able to see or or laugh at the way that you can. Help your children to to know that they're two sexes. They're boys and they're girls. Help them to know that God made them who they are. Help them to know that you love who they are. Help them to know that you appreciate and will forever thank God for giving them to you. In these times, Mother, just as always, it's so important for you not to miss a minute telling your child how much you love him or her. Don't miss a minute making your child feel extra special because the world out there will try to tear it down. The world out there will try to make your child feel less than he or she is. The world out there will say that they care about your child and turn around and do just the opposite. Oh, yes, there are people who care about your child too, but nobody, nobody will ever care for them the way you do. And for every negative that somebody throws at your child, make sure you turn around and throw a positive out there. Let them know that you love them just the way they are, that you don't want to change anything about them. And let them know that there are things that they do that, yeah, it's them and it may aggravate you, but it's part of who they are. It's part of who God made them to be. So parents, I hope you enjoyed those two poems. I know I really appreciated reading them. And I must say each one of them took me back to when our kids were little. Remember, they will not always be small. And remember, while you have them at home, let them know that home is a place that they can always come and they can always feel secure no matter how old they get. Let them know that you will always be there for them. Let them know that there is absolutely nothing that they can do that will stop you from loving them. Oh yes, if they do something that's not right, you will discipline them. 
but you will discipline them with love. And after you've disciplined them, you will let them know that it's because you love them. Do all of this, parents, as you are parenting on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.